Blog Talk Radio. of Tarot Today Radio for the past 11 years, we have been bringing you the world of tarot. This is also the official broadcast of the Tarot Guild. Now in our 18th year, we just had our 17th anniversary. I'm your host, Dax Carlisle, coming to you live from Tucson, Arizona, and joining me, as always, my fabulous co-host, Mary Brown. Mary is the Vice President of the Tarot Guild and Director of Communications. She's a professional tarot reader Crystal Reiki Master, and here she is live from Amarillo, Texas, Mary Brown. Hey, Mary. Hey, Dax. Hey, everybody. Happy Psychic Saturday. Here we are again with another fabulous show because we've got another great interview. Oh, my gosh. We've been doing all these interviews, and you know, for the foreseeable future going into 2020, we have like every show both ours and Magic Universe with Sharona, they're all loaded up with interviews. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Hey. But we're also a live call-in show. Uh, A little later in the show, we're going to take some calls, and it's going to be your opportunity because we have a decorator on. So you're you're going to be able to ask questions about, you know, producing your own deck, publishing, all that kind of thing. You can also call in for a mini reading live on air. We'll pull, you know, a few cards. Um, we're a live call-in show, so give us a ring, 714-816-4628. You can also join us in the chat room. That's right, chat.psychitalk.net. Just open a new tab in your browser, type in chat.psychitalk.net. It'll take you right over to the uh, show posts for today's show. You'll find the chat room below the player. There's actually a player right on the page there. And uh, give it a couple seconds to load. You can join uh, our guest, myself, Mary, Sue. I don't know who else is in there right now because I don't have my eyes on it. I'll pop over there in just a, a second. Uh, also, if you're enjoying the show today, if you want to buy Mary and I a coffee, <laughs> click on the tip jar there. That's right. Yeah, right above the chat room, there's a tip jar. Just click on that. You can, you know, send us a couple of coffees, you know. And what we're going to do is we'll give you priority in the caller queue. That's right. We'll put you to the top of the list because we take the calls in the order that they call in. 
But uh, if you send us a tip, guess what? We're going to take care of you. That's right. Uh, in the chat room that I was just talking about, chat.psychytalk.net, just let us know that you sent us a coffee and uh, give us your area code, and we'll bring you on first. Um, you can also message us on Facebook if, if you can't get in the chat for some reason as well. Just wanted to mention that because I always forget to mention the tip jar, Mary. I forget to look in the chat room deck, so I think we're, I know. You know, it's funny. We got all these things going at once. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm good at multitasking being a Gemini, but not everybody's good at mm-hmm. that, you know. So, so yeah, join us mm-hmm. on that uh, chat post, you know. Join us in the chat room, chat.psychetalk.net. But, of course, we'd much rather do live on air. So give us a call at 714-816-4628. That's right. What else did I want to mention today? Uh, of course, uh, I just mentioned the Tarot Guild anniversary, and we have an anniversary celebration going on. It's ending soon, so get in on that. Uh, the premium membership is a dollar a month. We bill it annually at 12 bucks. You can join the premium membership, and uh, when we get you, uh, it'll get you automatically into the private group on thetarotguild.com for our premium members. And right there, we've got specials going on. We've got uh, Tarot Reader Certification is half price. And uh, my course, Tarot by the Numbers, is 67% off. It's like a third. <laughs> and certification is included uh-huh. if you enroll in the course. That's right. So great deals going on. And the last four, you know, I uh, I was actually only going to do a week, but I stretched it out. It's now two weeks since our anniversary, and it's going to go away very, very shortly. So go over to thetarotguild.com, and you'll be able to find all that. You can also join the website for free, folks. And uh, what else do we have going on? Oh, there's a programming change that uh, – I'm doing house cleaning here, Mary. Uh, there's a programming change <laughs> I want to let everybody know about. Uh, Catherine's show that you might have caught yesterday, uh, Catherine Hahn, her spiritual uh, guidance radio is moving to Mondays. It's moving back to Mondays. It started on Mondays, moved to Wednesdays, Friday. Now she's back to Monday. <laughs> she said last night, I'm going back to basics, Dax. Uh, it'll be the uh, same time, I think, though. It'll be 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern but on Mondays starting, I think, this Monday. So uh, check our upcoming shows. Oh, and Mary, when you give the upcoming shows later in the, uh, in the show, upcoming episodes, I should say, um, make sure, <laughs> try to remember that uh, it's actually on Monday this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Radio. I still have Friday on there because she only just told me this morning. She said, did you hear the show last night? No. She's like, I'm, I'm moving the show. I'm like, oh, geez, because she told me, you know, months ago she was going to move. I already knew. I already knew because oh, a oh, friend of mine here lo- locally called in to her show last night, and then she sent mm. me a message. She's like, you know, she's moving her show to Mondays. So I'm like, now I do. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just kind of funny that, you know, somebody else knew you kn- before. Well, you knew before it's not me. That funny. Yeah, at 
So yes. I do not, uh, folks, if you go over to psychictalk.net slash upcoming to our list of upcoming shows, I'm sorry, I have, I have not had time to go and update the list there. It still shows it on Friday, but Spiritual Guidance Radio is now on Mondays, same time. So uh, we'll announce that a little bit later in the show, but let's get things rolling here. Oh, card of the day. Uh, yes. What did you get for the card of the day, and, and what deck did you use? Well, I used the Eternal Speaker Oracle by Pamela Steele, who we will be hearing from shortly in the card. Um, is posted that. in the site, <laughs> right? The card's posted in the Psychic Talk Radio uh, Facebook group. We have a page in a group. Uh, like the page, join the group, join the conversation. And the card is card number 32, Infinity. And it's just this beautiful card with this big infinity symbol in the center. And it really does, with the, all the colors in it, um, in the way that infinity symbol glows, it, it just reminds me of, like, that's what I think the universe looks like. <laughs> I think it's like all those colors. But the card is so fascinating. And, you know, I'm just going to take a little bit from what Pamela says about it here in the book because I thought this could really resonate with a lot of people. And one of the things is like, remember, even though the card is about infinity, that there is only this moment, you know, we only have the now and the infinite now brings our thoughts, actions, and voices into harmony with the grand design, the universe with everything greater than us. What I really love though, too, is in the reverse meaning, she talks about time being a creation of the mind and, you know, that it's in that we find creation and not to let the past define you entirely. You know, it's in being that you find yourself So I know there's a lot of people out there that are kind of, you know, they're struggling with what was and what they wish things were like or their hopes of what might be. Just be here now. Just be here now. And that that is your connection to all that there is. So that's the card of the day. And what about you, Dax? Did you draw a card of the day? Or you do you do I, uh, the no, the, I new, the numbers the numbers the, <laughs> the numbers, numbers. And, no, I, <laughs> I drew a card I always draw a card of the day and uh, sometimes I do a post on it I used to do it like every single day and I I don't do it anymore I'm just too busy right now the guild's you know gotten really really busy with stuff and it, it's it's fantastic you know it's busy in a good way. But um, I just don't have the time to do it every day. So when I get a significant draw and something with the numerology, I'll do a post. I did one uh, earlier, I think last week. Uh, remember the November, November, uh, and I talked all about you know what to say uh, no to. So you guys can check that out actually in the articles section. Just go over to thetarotguild.com, click on articles, and scroll down. Uh, you'll see the November post. <laughs> I particularly am excited about, you know, happy with how that one came out. So uh, go read that, you know, because it's good for the entire month, Mary. But today uh, we we have the four energy of structure 
and creating foundations. And so actually, everything I'm going to talk about is, is in perfect alignment with uh, what you just said, with your card of the day, and uh, you know, being in being in the here and now. Um, I also uh, the entire date reduces to the master number eleven. That's the master illuminator number. So uh, you know, being present, bringing yourself into the now, and um, uh, getting some clarity on things. Because the card that I drew is the ten of wands, and that's the you know traditional meaning of uh, being overburdened. And it's uh, a wands card, so we're talking fire energy. We're talking about that that passion. So you're following your passions. In fact, you're you're making steady progress towards your goals. But the thing is, is that you may be feeling a little overburdened. And what I want you to do today is uh, find some alone time, and just uh, you know, you don't have to contemplate your natal navel or anything like that. You know, just. Uh, get alone somewhere in a quiet place and sit and, you know, think about all the different irons you have in the fire and see if you can prioritize. And one way I like to do this is uh, I, I, I do it the old fashioned way. I, you know, I get a pen and paper. <laughs> Does anybody even have pen and paper anymore? Anyway, so I get a uh, an eight and a half by 11 and, and there's been some times where I actually had to take two eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper and lay them out in front of me. There's something magical about writing these things out. So write down goals, your priorities, your passions, uh, which whichever um, thing you're working on. And you might have two or three or you might have four or five or like me, eight, you know. And write them out on these uh, paper or papers and then draw a card for each one. And you'll probably right away get some clarity you'll you'll see one just really pops because of the card you get and you know if not you know draw some qualifier cards you know for each one you know get some additional information but that's what I do when I'm I'm trying to prioritize because if you focus right now remember the ten of wands that's a ten card one plus zero is one one is new beginnings and if you want if you really want to uh get out of that feeling of being overburdened and struggling, uh, like you were also talking about, Mary, um, that's what you need to do. You need to focus on the one thing and get that accomplished and then move on to the next thing, and you'll be able to get clarity on that by uh, being present in the now, like you were saying, Mary. So there you go. Yeah. There's the numerology and the card I got. You know what's really great? You know, it, when you were talking about using several pieces of paper and stuff, and what I do, and I love to do this, if I have, like, a whole bunch of things that I've got to, like, figure out, I have a really large sketch pad, and I like to make my list on oh, that. Oh, Because also, like, sometimes, you you know, you're thinking about how do I do this and stuff, and sometimes you just – you know, I don't know. There's something about having a gigantic piece of paper that you can also doodle on and, you know, put stickers on and glitter and everything. I don't know. It makes it work for me. It's like an art project, too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Things start to work. I've actually heard that before. You know who I got that from was James Wells. Oh, wow. And 
in Canada. Yeah, what he does though, uh, instead of a, ske- a sketch pad, he has blank um, newspaper print. You know, newspaper oh. paper. <laughs> yeah. Which is oh, even, that's which cool. is even sli- yeah, it's slightly bigger even. You know, and, and he has a stack of them. You know, and he'll lay it down, and that's how he does readings with folks. He'll he'll uh, talk to the client and be discussing and coming up with questions from it and he'll he'll write those down and create a spread on the fly on newsprint and then wow. pull cards and put it on yeah and pull cards and and put the cards on top of of each thing he's written down right on top of it on the newsprint it's so cool <laughs> i love that idea wow yeah there you go more tarot tips folks <laughs> speaking speaking of tips, we we might get some great tips from our our guest today because she's been publishing decks and uh, doing tarot for forever. And in fact, uh, when she joined the guild was around the time you joined the guild, like about ten years ago, you know. And uh, wow. she is, in, I know time just flies. She only just recently uh, came back uh, into the fold, you know. We have this new website, and uh, you, we've had thousands of Tarot Guild members, and uh, not everybody has found the new website yet. So I'm glad that Pamela is on there. And she is a uh, premium professional member of the Tarot Guild and a Guild-certified Tarot Master, Deck Creator, and God, just so much more. What can I have to ask her? Yeah, let's let's ask her. So let's bring her on without any further ado, the fabulous Pamela Steele. They've been waiting for you, Pam. <laughs> Woohoo! Me too. Hi. Me too. Hi, everybody. Hi, Pamela. How you doing? Great. It's so cool that you could be here today with us. Uh, it's fun. Okay. And in chat, <laughs> um, I know not everybody can go right now, but you're talking about the different cards in the Eternal Seeker, and it just—it was just released last spring, um, and it had a real challenging release because of all of the decks that I had delegated to go to different people who were con- who contributed, you know, um, um, Benabelle Wynn who wrote the foreword. And then there was five of my really close tarot friends that wrote blog, you know, little blurbs for me. And none of those decks made it. In fact, two thirds of the decks that I wanted sent to these people never got there. So wow. it all had to be redone. And this time it was with, you know, um, wonderful things like, well, your, you know, your phone number and your email address. And finally, finally, people are starting to get copies of the deck. And they're going, oh, my God, how come it took so long to get here? They're loving it. And, and that's, that's wonderful because I never intended to do this deck. So it was really kind wow. of Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Well, how come you – okay, explain. <laughs> you didn't intend to do – how do you have an unintended no. deck happen? What? 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 <laughs> really? No, what happened was um, about six or seven years ago, um, a, couple of, a couple that I knew wanted to start a new tarot symposium. And we had met at BAT. And they asked me, would I be willing to give them a hand getting started? And I said, yeah, what do you need me to do? And they said, well, we're going to feature a guest artist every year. We would like you to be our first artist. And so we're going to need a poster. And I said, I got an idea. 
And they looked at each other and they looked at me and said, just like that. I said, just like that. And this full-blown image popped into my head and its working title was The Hermit Dude. And <laughs> so for the next, yeah, I know. Um, so if you, if you go back, Newt's very first poster, kick out, you know, exit out of the gate was, well, actually it became Spirit Guide, okay? Because I was writing them and people would ask me, are you doing another deck? No. I was still right in the middle at that point of getting the, the Wizard's Pets launched. And mm-hmm. there was a holdup, you know, because the, the dock workers strike and all this stuff. So I was having trouble getting them in. And uh, it was crazy because when the dust settled in the air cleared, this is like 18 months later, I had an idea for another picture that I always wanted to draw or paint. And since I'm, my hands, I'm 70, and my hands really can't take that kind of stress anymore. So I've been learning to work with a drawing tablet, okay, mm. which requires a light touch. It's easy. So I sat down, and instead of painting this two-by-three-foot painting I'd always wanted to do, I did it on um, an art program. And when it was mm-hmm. done, I thought, oh, my God, that looks just like high priestess kind of vibe. So that became the oracle. And I thought, well, you've got two. You may as well go ahead. So at first, it was the idea of doing another tarot. It was just kind of overwhelming because I was so busy with other things. And my mom was very ill and yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so when it came right down to it, my cousin, who's it's her fault I ever did the Steel Wizard, um, <laughs> said to me, well, why don't you just start with a majors only oracle? And I said, I can do that. But it always bothered me because I'm kind of a linear thinker sometimes. Mm-hmm. And as I would be looking at, you know, laying the cards out in order, it always bothered me things like, how do you get from the tower to the star? I mean, this is this quantum mm. leap here. Um, yeah. Hi, Jason. Yes, I was. I forgot that. Thank you. Um, it was, and, and it bothered me. So as I'm writing down the cards that I'm going to be, be making, creating, I got to the tower and I left a blank spot. And I dropped down to the star. And when it came right down to it, the star became, oh, let's see. I can't even remember what I called it now because now I'm thinking tarot. Duh. But the tower curve became chaos, okay? And the mm. star curve became inspiration. I didn't even have to look it up. Yay. Um, but right in between, how do you get from chaos to inspiration? Hope. So I created a card yeah. and titled it Hope. And it ended up, by the time all was said and done, I had 33 cards. And I thought, wow, well, you know what, this will work. Most oracles I've seen are 44 cards. But most oracles yeah. I've seen also don't read reversals. Well, I'm a tarot fanatic, and I need reversals. I need to know the other side of the story. So what I did mm-hmm. was I gave them all, with the tarot flair, a reverse meaning. And so that technically gives you 66 cards. But that's me. Yeah. That's the way I think and when I finally decided, okay, I am going to do this, um, I honestly didn't know if – I didn't know if I'd self-publish again because the first two were. I didn't know if I would seek a publish. I didn't know any of it. I was just doing it. And I had a couple of sample decks made up. And, yes, I do remember you, Jason. So there. Nah. Um, I had a couple of sample decks made up, and I took one to a show where I was, I was reading, and I didn't know what to do with it at the time, so I just kind of spread it out. And I asked the very first client, I said, choose one card for me. And she kind of looked at me. She says, why? I said, just do it. 
so she did. <laughs> and I picked it up and started telling her what she was looking at for and needed to know. And then I spread out the steel wizard and said, okay, pick me out 12 cards. We're going to do this. And she's sitting there with her mouth open and said, oh, my God, you didn't just do that. I said, yeah, it wasn't me. It was you. You're telling me what I need to know to give you a proper reading. And after that, I've mm-hmm. always used this deck, this the Eternal Seeker pre-reading to give me insights as to what that person, maybe not what they're asking me, maybe not what they think they need to know or want to know, but what their soul is telling them, I need to know. That's how wow. I started. Yeah. Well, that, oh, and it's probably that is, for Red Feather. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say, um, it's really kind of um, fascinating because it's like, yes, you see the 22 major arcana, in Mm -hmm. in the deck but then there's the other things that you bring to it you know i think of you know the first the first card that i noticed that with was the crone you know that's maybe like where we first sort of deviate and we have a try catch a symbol on the wand and you know was that easy like did those ideas that weren't connected to the 22 major arcana did those just kind of flow into this or how that's the thing i was wondering like how did how did you um you know how did it happen <laughs> i guess well, it's a simple question it was you know once i figured out what what was going on um the thing about the thing about a deck when you when you're going to create a deck when a, when a, a person an artist a, a, an author sits down to do this and you finally say, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Because your muse, my muse isn't one of these gentle creatures who slips in and holds my hand and gently guides me to the next part. No, it's more like when Inspector Clouseau walks into his house and gets attacked by Cato. It's, it's <laughs> woman, she gets me in a headlock and says, this is where you need to go, and drags me there, you know, whether I want to go or not. So I've learned to just say, yeah, okay, let's do this. But it really isn't wow. that hard. It's just that after I got the oracle done in this deck, which is the high priestess, um, the next card I wanted to do then was uh, the divine feminine, which is the empress. And then, then, of course, the very next card after that was you need a chrome. If you're going to do with this, you know, you need a maiden, a mother, and a chrome. Do the chrome. So I said, okay, fine. So I did. Yeah. I, yeah. Hello, the chrome. You know, are, are yeah. we forgotten up here in the world? What's going on? You know, like, <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. I was just like, oh, yes, I, I love that she was in there. It's almost like, um, uh, I, I feel like the crone isn't acknowledged as much. You know, we're so caught up on the on the maiden. And if they're not caught up on the maiden, they're caught up on the mother. But, hey, you know, maybe that's just mm-hmm. my... <laughs> My problem. <laughs> you know, well, it's like injury. Jason just Jason Spillman just asked. He says, "I love reversals. Why are reversals important to me?" Mostly because it's like the other side of the coin. I mean, when you're reading tarot and you don't use reversals and you get the Ten of Swords, the reverse meaning mm. is so modified. It's really not. It's not a terrible. Let's you know. Let's let's duck under the table with the bucket on your head card. It's it's like the Tower River is not that traumatic um so i like to have these i like to have like paul harvey 
the rest of the story. Mm. And, and yeah. who remembers Paul Harvey besides people way over? <laughs> hey, I remember Paul Harvey. Hold on, hold on. I'm not going to tell you if I remember or not. <laughs> Dash remembers. I know he does. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But they are to me. They're they're almost essential. It's I feel like I'm reading with half a deck if I don't use reversals. That is fascinating. Yeah, you know, and it's funny. I I don't use reversals. Um, and me either. But I but I use the elements, and so like to me yes. that like that like gives me the rest of the story because it's like how is this sitting? You know, like I don't do mm-hmm. like one card readings for people you know I feel like you know I've got to have like a full sentence here I've got to have at least three cards <laughs> you know and then, mm, that's, yeah. another, that's another thing I wanted to make sure everybody knows um, about your deck is you have some really creative spreads in your deck um, and there's like three three card spreads in there but the but the composition is different there they like make different um, patterns you know, one's going mm-hmm. up like a staircase, the other's like a, a column straight up and down, and the other's like a pyramid. And I was oh. just wondering, like, am am I the one seeing these shapes in here? Or, like, you did, you did that, right? You did that. I'm just not yes. – my mind isn't – okay, good. Could you, yeah. could you talk about, like, what that – you know, how do you even decide, you know? Because what I see with a lot of decks that come out in, in the guidebooks and stuff, it's like the same – thing that we see every, uh, you know, a million times. So were these spreads that were your kind of own spreads that you were already using, or did you create them especially for the deck? I created them especially for the the Eternal Seeker. And the reason is, is what I do is I will formulate a question and then maybe add questions around it. And that's kind of how these decks or these uh, spreads start is I need okay I need this answer how do I get from here to this and Mm. I kind of reverse engineer it until I figure out how many cards I need answer this particular issue oh I like that 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 is a cool way to start because I because I think a lot of times people get sort of you know they they're stuck on the Celtic cross you know, just gets me the Celtic cross. It floors me. I've had so many people over the years say, Oh my gosh, I, I don't like that because it's too hard. It takes too long to do. And I, I finally, Oh yeah. Group on Facebook. And I told her, I said, you know, you can go through the Celtic cross in 10 minutes. And they went, what? I said, you can. Can I tell you, it is. Can I tell you something? Go ahead. Dad. You know, early, early, early on, you know, uh, I, I struggled with both things like that, these big spreads, reversals. Um, and uh, what I, oh, what I came across, uh, I think my favorite book way back in the day was James Rickliffe's Tarot Tells the Tale, which he has oh, since yeah. republished as Mary, what, what, what did he republish it as? How to Read Tarot or something like that. And it, it had all these, uh, what I loved was, Half of the book, like the whole second half of the book, was all example three card readings that he did uh-huh. for uh, you know from his night uh, night writer night. Um, yep. Yeah. Night writer. Yeah. Night reader. I can't remember the name. 
night reader or yeah mm-hmm. and and it was you know f- people from literature people from um uh, well known people you know people that we all know their stories so when he drew the cards for a question for them you know like Cinderella you know is she going to make it to the mm-hmm. ball? I don't know. I, I can't remember any of, any of them off the top of my head. But he would pull these th- simple three-card readings and get all of this information. And I'm like, why are people bothering with these enormous spreads? But you can pull three cards and then come mm-hmm. up with a different question, pull three more cards. It's so much easier. And, you know, I always intrinsically saw the uh, cards as having a spectrum of meaning from mm-hmm. uh, the upright to the reversal. So – uh, I just look at the spread, the surrounding cards, and, and decide whether it's the more negative meanings or the more positive meanings, or you know. But mm-hmm. I've seen some really. Uh, you got me thinking because I've seen some really cool ways of dealing with uh, reversals. What one thing I really always dis- uh, disliked about it because I, I I've been in numerology and mathematics and. Um, Oh gosh, uh, what am I thinking of? Um, Sacred geometry. Uh, yeah, but no, I'm I'm talking about mathematics. No. Uh, you know, lo- looking lo- looking looking at statistics and things like that, and ra- mm. randomness, and and the the whole the whole con- concept of like how do you even get a reversed card? Well, uh, one one uh, friend of mine took uh, two Wade Smith decks. One of the decks he colored the edges a different color and then he mixed the two decks together if it came up the regular card it was upright if it came uh, uh, and it would still be upright but if it had the border around it it was a reverse card and i was like that solves the randomness problem that that is a more realistic randomization than just oh i'm gonna you know grab the deck and turn half of the cards upside down and and so i get some reversals which i always thought was ludicrous Mm -hmm. but this this makes sense, you know, thinking scientifically, you know, because I look at everything logically. I'm, I'm a little bit too uh, left-brained, I guess. But, yeah, so that's no, my no, no, take no. on reversals. No, because here's the, here's the thing in a nutshell, okay? When it comes to reading tarot, there's not a, a wrong way to do it. What works for you is perfect. And it, 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 everything from asking questions, not asking questions, the way you shuffle, the way you deal – Spread, don't spread. It doesn't matter. What matters is that it's the authenticity of the reader that matters. In my opinion, yeah. I oh, love yeah. that. I I agree with that. But you know, one one thing I do want to mention though, in Pamela's guidebook that goes with the Eternal Seeker Oracle, um, you have like a, a couple pages where, you, well, a whole page here where you share. Um, how you do reversals, like how you shuffle them to mm-hmm. to get the reverse thing, and I thought that was so cool because it's like to me like the the shuffle, the shuffle, like we all we're all shuffling along, you know, <laughs> with our cards, mm-hmm. and it's almost like that's like it's such a personal connection in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's like to me, it's like I feel like I'm shuffling the question in to the deck sometimes. Yeah. You know, putting my energy into it, we're making that connection, so we're on the same page, me and the deck, and whoever's coming to sit down, you know, can show up to that and jump right in. It's funny, though. Mm -hmm. It's it's so, it's like, yeah, it's like our, our, you know, we all have our way of doing it. It's so fascinating. It is. 
It definitely is. It's it's wonderful too because back to the to the um, like like to the the Celtic cross. When people mm-hmm. started saying to me, and this went on for months, I I just can't use it. Blah blah blah. So I worked up a workshop. I did up a workshop on storytelling with tarot. And I used the wizard's mm. pets just to keep it light and keep it simple. And I got a crown royal bag. Yes, I still have some of those. And mm. poker chips. And I numbered these poker chips of one through ten. I put numbers on them. Okay? And I threw them in the bag. And I went to bat with this. And I'd made little handouts. And I was talking about how, you know, storytelling is our way of connecting. Okay, it, we, for as long as mankind's been around, it's like when you, you see the cave paintings. This is a, just art. This is a story. This is, this is a really great pace, place to hunt Nashaton, but don't go here because you'll get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. These, you know, these kind of things, these messages yeah. in, the car, in, in the art. And since a picture is worth a thousand words, what I did was I had I passed the, the bag around, and everybody drew a number. And we had actually had way too many people, but everybody that was starting drew a number. And that was their position in the deck. And I, it was very specific. You, if you had card one, you told who we were reading for it. They had to have a name. They had to have everything else about them. And it proceeded. It was like a game of gossip. And by the time we got to the end, everybody was cracking up and laughing because we had a former um, exotic dancer who was in trouble and her dad didn't understand her. It just went on and on. We had a blast with it and time because we had over an hour at that point. And unbeknownst to me, they had already passed the bag around, recollected all of the, the poker chips. And by the way, no poker chips were harmed during this process. And (laughs) they, and they had let other people draw, draw numbers. We did that whole thing twice. And it was, so much fun. I don't know how many times I did it at news. And people were, can I, can I use this in my group at home? Of course you can. That's why it's there. So it was an easy, quick way for them to get very comfortable using this, this spread. And yeah. honestly, when I'm reading, when I'm doing oh, anywhere from 15 to 30 minute readings, that's the spread I use because it tells me everything I need and I can go through that thing. And then if they have questions, all I got to do is back up and see where it was at. Oh wow! But story, oh, that's great. Telling with tarot is so much fun. You know, you'll have to try it sometime. I'll have to do that sometime. Yeah, no, that that sounds fun. I, you know, that's the thing that I, I was talking. I was talking to Catherine oh, last week. She she Catherine Hahn, the other host. She was she was on our show, and I was telling her about you coming up on on this episode and saying like, you know just want to be Pamela Steele's neighbor because you know there's going to yes, be like cool stuff that. to do <laughs> you know I'm like wow I could have played this Celtic cross game if I was your neighbor <laughs> it is it is fun and that's just it like nobody gets that a lot mm. don't take it too seriously life is just not meant to be anything but lived and enjoyed so yeah. hey Pam you know you know what we should do is uh, like when we do one of our when we do one of our Zoom sessions for uh, the members uh, on the Guild website. You should come on with us and we'll we'll do it there on a Zoom. Sure, that'd be fun. Wouldn't that be, that fun? Would be fun? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh so yeah. Let, we'll schedule that. We just have yeah. to assign Let's numbers as they come in, though. 
you know, like the first right. person in is number one all the way through 10. But yeah, we cool. can do that because I mean, my poker chips—they're not—they're not virtual. They're something you have to play with in your hand. Darn it! Right, but then you can. But chip, I do have you hands can show us on camera. I can, I can post those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and see the 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 handouts. I can scan in and well, they're actually I can just post them. So you know what you you're know, reading and what you're looking this is for perfect. in in the image. Yeah, is perfect. You know, one one other thing I wanted to ask you about is the Steel Wizard Tarot of yours is what now the third edition is is out it's going in, into no not yet going in not yet oh. not yet no it's not out yet okay no um, so it's going into the third edition and yes what so do you that's one thing I don't think um, everybody understands too well about like the the subsequent editions of DEXA come out, like, do you make any changes to those or is it just like the publisher reissues? How does, how does that work? And what does it feel like that now this is the third edition coming out? Well, um, the first one, it was back. Okay. I started this, I started drawing the images in uh, October 21st, 1999. I finished June 21st, 2000. And I had signed with a small publisher. Uh, My cousin was writing the book. And he missed three publication deadlines in two years. I was not amused. And so I told him, you know, like, you really blew it. But it took me a while to get the rights back because I'd already signed with him. And so by the time everything was done, I decided, you know what, I am going to, I am going to use, I'm going to, I'm going to self-publish. And that was like in 2004, and everybody mm-hmm. was saying, well, you know, you really shouldn't because it's going to – I thought, yeah, put your money where your mouth is, girl. If you either believe in this or you do not, you know, so do it. So what I did was I sold my house because that was the only way I could come up with the money to do this. And fortunately, the guy that I was dating at the time uh, had bought a house, and the, he handed me a key right after he I put my house on the market, and he said, you know, you should stay with me. And I said, why? And he said, well, because, you know, one, one thing or another. And he says, just, just for the winter, because this was November. He said, just for the winter, and then, you know, come spring, if, you know, when your deck is published and everything's going well. He says, you can go wherever you feel like you have to go. And I said, okay. Well, that was, that was over 17 years ago, and it must not be spring yet because I'm still here. But <laughs> in the meantime, I, 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 I ordered 2,000 copies of this first set. Now, the printer that I went with after I finally found him, um, it was called then, it was called Cards Are Us, and it's out of Orlando, Florida. And I called because nobody would even talk to me about where to get this done, where, how to publish this. And um, this nice man's voice says, hi, you know, Cards Are Us, how can I help you? And I said, well, would your, I, I just need to know, would your company like to print a tarot deck? He said, we'd love to. What's a tarot deck? Well, by the time <laughs> we got this thing printed and on its way to me he had opened an entire new division in his card company he's got a tarot division he's printed thousands and thousands of decks by hundreds of different people now and he hired a yeah he he hired a a graphic artist to walk us through the the process and everything so i mean it's really wonderful i mean he did both of the the editions of the steel wizard and the second one we made a little bit like it's a smaller size, but the artwork's the same size. 
Um, mm. card, yeah, it was it was a question of borders. And uh, used a different card stock. He used a linen, which I love. And uh, then he did this, the wizard's pets for me and the, the guidebook. And uh, they've evolved into like a magnetic closed box. Come on. These guys are awesome. But it, if you're going to self-publish, be prepared because it took me probably three or four months to make back my original investment. And I turned that around and put it away to do the second edition. And then we traveled. Mm. We traveled from where we live in Canada all the way down to the southwest and back up, going to every store we could find. It, it was a lot of work. I'm not kidding you. And I finally got in with um, oh, um, New Leaf out of Georgia. New mm. Leaf distrib- distrib- Distributing, big word. Um, so anyway, all of this is being done. And the same, now they also, right now they're my, my a number one distributor for both editions of the Steel Wizard and the Wizard's Pet, and they also carry um, they carry the Eternal Seekers through Shipper, like for wholesale people. Um, mm-hmm. And when it came time to, I found out that I've got like less than probably right now around 200 copies of the original um, set in the world. Well, I'm sure there's some in, in stores and stuff, but for sale, like through the distributors. So I did, I had a friend of mine, she's got a print shop. She rescanned all of the images for me and I decided to go borderless this time. I like mm. the look of borderless. And yeah. so I got the plan with that. And then I thought, well, you know, I need to update the book. Too. So I got busy and what I, what was I thinking? Um, I talked too much. Um, because as I'm writing this book, I mean, the first chapter is what is tarot? And it goes through just like the, the wizard's pets does the ABCs, you know? And yeah. I had to put in some new spreads. I had to do this and that and the other, I have charts, I have graphs, I have, um, cause I use a lot of runes in my, in my images. So I've got, I'm going to have at least two pages of what these mean. Um, this, that, and the other, and I ended up signing with Schiffer again because I really like them. They're wonderful and easy to work with. And bless their hearts, they gave me the same editor I had the first time. So I get to play with Peggy Peggy Keller again. She's awesome. Just wonderful people. Oh, wow. And um, they, it's going to take time because, I mean, this is going to be a pretty big project. Um, they're the ones that designed the book cover and the box for the Eternal mm. Figure. And I was, when I first saw it, I just, I, I, I didn't know if I liked it because one, I don't like angels. I think they, they annoy the crap out of me. Most of them are, are vicious and they're, they're God's warriors and they're not the nice, cheerful little, you know, they're not there to help you. They're going to take your head off if you don't do it right. The so little cherubs. Really person. No, they're not cherubs at all. Um, no. So like when I saw the, the original, I sent it out to my, my crew, my five tarot people that I trust. And they all came back with, oh, my God, that's fabulous. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm not seeing this right. So I lived with it a few days and finally thought, you know what? You didn't even, it's not even, it's not an angel. When you did her, who was inspiring you? It was Valkyrie. So, okay, she's a Valkyrie. I'm okay with that. I love it. But, yeah, yeah, and and I can't wait to see what they do with the Steel Wizard. I really can't wait. I'm, I'm just excited about it. Wow. That is that is such a cool story though. Like what a what an interesting you know because I thought like do people change it and you know you bring up the fact that the the third one is going to be borderless and mm-hmm. 
you know, that's been, it's like there's Love been a that. borderless m- movement, you know, over the mm-hmm. last, what, 10 years or so that, I, that I've noticed. Mm-hmm. And as, as a deck creator, and I've never asked a deck creator this, but I don't know if you're aware, you probably are, but, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people, you know, in the worldwide tarot community that are really into doing mods of the decks that they buy, mm-hmm. you know, the, yep. the mass market versions, you know, where they'll trim the borders, they'll cut the corners, they'll um, yep. color the edges and everything. And, like, is, are you cool with that? When people do that, it's not like my when they modify it, it's in, when when it's in someone else's hands, it's their deck. In fact, I've gone to to psychic fairs, and I walk around and I'll see a reader using the Steel Wizard, and so I've got to sit mm-hmm. down. I've got to sit down and hear what they have to say. And usually, about three quarters of the way through it, they make the connection, and they'll just kind of. It's not my like. I'm just I'm just the seeker now. I want to hear because they they will not just interpret them in different ways, but. It was really hard to trim the borders on the original two because of the way that they're shaped. Um, you can't really cut them into – you can't really cut them out, let's put it that way, without really tearing right. up the pictures. But um, I, whatever they do is fine. I mean, I had one lady, she was she was distributing for me up here, and she found one deck that when she opened it, it was it – it it had been probably the end of a print run because some of the, the images weren't that clear and crisp and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it was wonderful because what she did was she would take the cards that were and she would draw them at random and she was putting them in little picture frames, like with three three pictures that were in a frame. And she mm-hmm. was selling those things for like 40 and 50 bucks. And she said, do yeah. I need to cut you in on this? And I said, hey, you just bought these. What you do with them after this is up to you. I love to see people. I'm oh. happy that they do it. Own it. It's oh, yours. cool. Yeah. Oh, you know, I wanted to yeah. I wanted to say something about the borderless thing. I, for me, it, it, of course, it all depends on the imagery, but uh, it, it just feels – it looks so much better to me because it feels like the images – uh, go on beyond the border. You're just not seeing it, but you can imagine it, you know. And uh, I, I agree with Mary. It's that's getting r- really popular. But I've also seen a couple, two or three decks. Uh, one or two of them are, are by Chiro Marchetti, where there's the border, but then elements of the image uh, go go out over the border, where it, it, it gives it this. 3D effect. It is so cool. Yes. Robert Place does that too. Mm. And I mean, both oh, he was probably the other Robert's one. works are are just oh my god, they're they're stunning. They're wow, app stunning. That's a good word. Yes. So yeah, I totally agree. Awesome. Let me do a time check here. Uh, uh, I knew this. Was, I knew we were going to talk to Pat for a long time, so I set the show for like really long <laughs> on the timer. Here. Five hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we've been so we've been on for fifty minutes. Uh, why don't we take a short break? Let uh, Pamela get some water or something, and uh, you can let us know what shows are coming up on the network, Mary. Yes. Yeah, so. 
on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. Our next show is actually going to be tomorrow, November 14th, Sunday. It's the Magic Universe show with our host, Sharona Rapsick. She's going to have a special guest on Tarot Master Tamara Kerr, and they're going to be doing free tarot mini readings and open lines. And then on Monday... At 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, it's the Wisdom of the Soul Show, and it's the new day for Spiritual Guidance Radio as well, which will be with Angelic Channel and healer Catherine Hahn, who will be giving free on-air guidance. That's going to be at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, I think, right? We'll check it out. You know, um, <laughs> and yep. then Dax and I will be back next Saturday, November 20th, on the Tarot Today radio show with our special guest, Brenda Elizabeth, talking about her mysteries, Halloween, Le Normand deck, and we'll be taking your calls as well. And that can all be find, found, you know, just bookmark the page psychictalk.net forward slash upcoming, and that way you can kind of keep up with our show schedule and what's coming up for the week and, and everything in between. Back to you, Dex. Awesome, awesome. I did also want to mention in conjunction with, because uh, uh, you just mentioned Brenda's going to be on our show. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I really haven't talked to anybody about Lernamond on air in years, so <laughs> it'll be yeah. fun. Plus, what I what I wanted to mention was uh, for our premium members of the guild, Brenda's going to do a talk. We're going to all get on on Zoom. Uh, I, I, at least I think it's going to be on Zoom. And what we're going to do is uh, Brenda's got a, a talk she gives that. Uh, learn them on for tarot readers. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be two weeks after her appearance on Tarot Today Radio. So it'll be December 4th. Uh, it's either going to be before or after, probably after your show, Mary. You're going to have your – there's a rock for that show on the 4th there, that Saturday. And then like an hour later or so, we'll do the uh, – uh, Learn them on for tarot readers, and you can get in on this. Like I said, it's only a dollar a month to be a premium member at the Tarot Guild. Just go over to thetarotguild.com, click join the guild. It's twelve bucks for the year, and you get a ton, a ton of benefits. You'll see, you'll see them all listed out there. Join.thetarotguild.com, and. Uh, uh, when you sign up, you get access to all these uh, panel discussions, live Q&As. We're going to do workshops and classes uh, all throughout the year, and you get them all free. It's great. Um, nice. Mary, you're, you're still going to do your um, how, to read, uh, how to Read with an Oracle deck? Mm, yes, I it, I, I guess I am. <laughs> yeah. Now that you've let it on air, yeah, well, sure. What is it? Yeah, well, actually, first I want to do, I know, I do want to do that, but I also really want to do one on what we do before, before we start a reading. I'm going to do a card on preparing, or a card, a class 
on preparing to read, how we can prepare ourselves, how we get in the zone, how we get that, you know, it's all about our confidence level, you know, because there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they're good readers, they know their stuff, they know their stuff, but somehow when it's showtime, uh, something gets in the way of their confidence and they mm. and then they're like the nervous reader and you, get, you know it doesn't have to be that way and and so I've got some things that have worked for me and you know I I want to do you know like a workshop like that where people can also share like what their um ways of approaching it is too because I think you know each one teach one you know we all have you know things we can learn from each other mm. Yeah, I can talk and about my a, uh, and then hip, an oracle one hypnosis. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I could talk about my hypnosis for uh, confidence, and uh, that's something I, I really want to do, especially for this upcoming year, 2022. Uh, do some guided visualizations, uh, kind of like it's actually. Don't tell anybody, but it's it's really hypnosis. But uh, I call it a guided visualization so they don't get scared, right? But we're going to do some guided visualizations uh, through individual cards where you actually step into the card. And also I want to do a lot for, you know, because we're a guild and we're working with, you know, professional readers, uh, do a lot on confidence, you know. Uh, and uh, I have some fabulous NLP techniques as well as uh, hypnosis. We're going to do some live stuff on that. Uh, I also want to do tarot and timing for one of my mini workshops, and do, I want to do some numerology ones. Uh, I want to do one on the master numbers and one on just tarot and numerology. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. But I'm really looking. I'm look. I'm really looking forward to to that. How to read? Uh, uh, I don't know what to call it exactly, but you know, how, how to read an oracle deck for tarot readers. You know, because. Uh, not only do I think it's great for, you know, all our members, but secretly I want to know, you know, because I really have not read <laughs> okay. with Oracle decks. And, and so, you know, if, if I'm, okay. I'm going to get Pamela's deck, you know, uh, the, uh, the, the Eternal Secret Oracle, I need to learn how to do it, you know. So I want to – besides just if reading you her book. Pamela's you know, no, look, if you get Pamela's Eternal Seeker Oracle, it's it's it, you're just going to like deck and you're just going to start flying with it. You know, it's going it, to it's like Pamela. <laughs> it's like so it's right. so accessible. It's like it's not that hard, right? You know, is it just me? But it's like mm-hmm. no, this is like it's right there because you already you're just gonna know in the symbolism in it. You know, a lot of people mm. you know love symbolism in the cards and everything. This is accessible. You don't have to say like, oh, I got this oracle deck. There's uh, okay, now I've got to study Kabbalah for the next five years before I can use uh, it. You know, it's not one of those. Oh, <laughs> you know, but it's all I've right got there. an idea. So. I, but I still want the workshop. So when you're doing the workshop, uh, you know, the, the way we'll – in the workshop, the way you could phrase it is, okay, I'm going to show you guys how to read with an Oracle deck unless you get the Eternal Secret Oracle by Pamela Steele. <laughs> and then you're you fine. Don't <laughs> yes. then, then you don't you need don't a class. Yes. Then you don't need a class. don't need a class. Exactly. And then exactly. speaking of these uh, – and lastly, I wanted to say, speaking of these workshops, and you talk about arm twisting, speaking of these workshops and, and <laughs> classes and panel discussions and Zooms and Q&A sessions for our premium members, uh, 
we got the one we're going to do that we're going to do that thing with with Pamela I, what do we even call that what, what should we call it Pamela um storytelling with tarot Oh, storytelling Perfect. with tarot with Pamela Steele. I love it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I will go ahead bo- and drop. I, I will find the um, handouts and go ahead and drop those into you guys so that you know what I'm talking Thank about. Thank you. It's, it's, oh, and by the way, the Eternal Seeker, it's kind of like mm-hmm. a major's yeah. only deck. And mm. once we get the once the the Steel Wizard is off to the printers. I mean, and we've signed off on it and everything's all we're doing is waiting on the printing now. I'm also going to take that, these cards, these 33 cards, and I've got another 66 to do, actually 65 to do because I've already done one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to finish, I'm going to round it out to a 99 card tarot. Wow. The Turtle Seeker Tarot. You heard it first on Tarot Today Radio exclusive. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Wow! The Eternal Seeker That's Tarot and Oracle. That's gonna be awesome. I love it. If I wow. live long enough, see, I'm, you know, being old, it's it's always a challenge to see if I'm gonna get. <laughs> You're not that old. Come on. <laughs> I am. I'm seventy. Uh, oh please, another twenty-five okay. years not... uh, at least of uh, tarot decks. <laughs> You're okay, fine. Wait, hey. I drew the infinity card. You're infinite. You're not old. You're infinite. Well, there's that. But then we all are. We're all just divine beings <laughs> having that. a human experience. Yeah, we're all so, you know. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd absolutely. Well, hey, we, we've got a couple of calls. You know, actually, we got a, a whole phone bank of calls here, but a couple of people have their hands raised. So why don't we take a couple of calls, if that's okay with you, Pam, and then we can uh, go back to chatting also, anything else that comes up that we want to hit Pamela up for uh, <laughs> while we've got her here, right? You know, uh, uh, would that be okay, Pam? Uh, do you have a deck by you, sure. maybe, <laughs> where you can pull Dude. a card or two for someone? Uh, well, okay. I've got the Steel Wizard, and I've got the Eternal Seeker, and the Wizard set is right here. There it is. Okay, yeah. No. Mm, yeah. So callers out there, you can you can ask Pam, you know, maybe to pull a, a card from the Eternal Seeker, you know, just if you want just a general, sure. you know, something, something. Or if you if you have a life question, you know, maybe she'll use Steel Wizard. We'll, we'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, Mary and I can jump into if, if we're needed. We we yeah. like to have the guests do because it's so much fun, you know. Uh, let's see. Who's been waiting the longest? It looks like area code 630. Are you there, caller? What's your name? Where are you calling from? 630. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Hello. Um, my name is – hi. My name is Dion, and I'm calling from Wisconsin. Dion from Wisconsin. Yes. All righty. So what do you want to chat about today? Why um, this- well, I've been sing- yeah, I've been single forever, and my horoscope keeps telling me that I'm going to have a significant other coming in soon. So I just wanted to see what you saw, like maybe pull a card cool. on that and see what the Carol has to say. Yeah. Well, whatever you want, well, however you want to do that, Pam. I I did. Okay. Um, the, the way I always do this is I pull one from the Eternal Seeker first. And Dion, the card that you got is the Weaver, okay? And what, what do you know about about what do you know about 
fate. About what? Fate. Fate. Everything is fate, okay. isn't it? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, but, okay, the thing of it is about the Weaver, it, what she's telling us is you're worried too much about the results and you're not looking at the journey, okay? Because the web, um, the Weaver, she, she's, she's the one that spins the web that your particular thread in that great life of tapestry, okay, oh, yeah. life tapestry, it, it's what's important, okay? And it's following your path and not letting it get tangled up with, with anybody else's or in anything that's too. Don't give your personal power away, period, okay? Now, the one thing you need to know beyond a shadow of a doubt, you don't need someone else to be whole, okay? Because each being is whole and complete unto itself, all right? And what she's telling you is to be aware of the music of the spheres and listen to everything around you, all the vibrations and everything, because, all right, let's see. So really what you want to know is when. I don't think there's a timing card here. If there is, I'll find it. But what it comes down to is you're not finished with Dion yet. You've got a lot of things that you need to figure out first, because right now if you hook up with someone, it's going to be someone who has the same issues that you have right now, okay? So it, it's going to take a little bit of time for you to kind of get – it's going to take some work. You have to master yourself. That is the first thing. You have to become your own mentor, your own best friend, your own everything, okay? And you have to be, be whole and complete unto yourself. Now, the cards that tell me how to do this for you – oh, I love this. You've got the three of pentacles, which means there's work to do. You need to be a master. How did that happen? Okay, mastering self. Master your craft. Master everything about you until you, you're able to just sail through the day. Do you like your own company? Are you comfortable being alone? Yes, no? Yeah, I am. I guess okay. I'm surprised that, like, everybody, like, the horoscope and, you know, is indicating a significant relationship because, I've been single for a very long time, and I have no issues with that whatsoever. Well, my issue is, is how am I going to be in a relationship because I'm so single? <laughs> no, see, so, that's mm-hmm. what I'm telling you is you don't need a relationship. It, 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 in fact, if anything, it would complicate your life, all right? Yeah. But, but considering the fact that you're working on your own self-mastery, this is such a commendable thing, and good for you, girl, because I'm really proud of you. Um, the second the second card that came up was the Four of Swords. Now, in the Steel Wizard, what we see here is take this time and enjoy every moment of it. And any any thoughts that are not pay pay close attention to your thoughts because this is what you're programming into yourself right now. And it it says what now it's telling me is that there's too much. Um, you still have have thoughts about what happened in the past that still trigger you they can still cause you harm in other words but if you take as you are now okay this is part of the transition and transition is the one that's the following card so you've got three of pentacles four swords and transition now when you get into this transition phase which is where you're headed real soon what you're going to find is that you as you are now a comfortable secure everything else you can go to yourself then as you were when in these, these places that are, are damaged that you've kind of wrapped in cotton batting and tucked away somewhere, all you have to do is, as you are now, go talk to you then as you would, some, as you would if you were mentoring yourself, 
Okay, if you were talking to a younger person that walks up and sits down and says, oh, God, Dion, look what, look what happened to me. How would you counsel them? And that's what you do for you during this transition. You go and you, you go and, and you, you bring those parts of you that were broken and damaged, you bring them home. All this while you're on your path, all this while you are following your thread in the great tapestry. Okay, so don't worry about it. It's, they can tell you it's available and you don't have to accept it, okay? You don't have to accept a partner. In fact, when you do, it's going to be one of those, really, if you mess with me, so help me, I'll take your head off. So, yeah, just be ready and keep working on you. You okay? Yeah, I'm laughing. That is so funny. That okay, is good. so funny because I could just totally see me doing that. Thank just you tell so much. the universe. Much. I, really... I am <laughs> not taking this. I'm sorry. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Proud of you. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Thanks for the call. That was great, Dion. Thanks for calling in. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, we're going to run over to uh, take one more call, and then we're going to chat a bit. You know. And by the way, if you're uh, in the caller queue and you haven't pressed one on your dial pad, that's how you get into the queue. We don't know that you want to be live on air until you press one on your dial pad. So when you call in at 714-816-4628, press one. It'll put you into the caller queue. Raise your hand, so to speak, and we'll bring you live on air. Let's see. Who's been waiting the longest? Area code nine nine seven three. Are you there? Hello. Okay, we're putting them. We'll come back to them later in the show. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to area code. Let's see, what's that one? Uh, Eight oh six has been waiting the longest since. Okay, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Eight oh six. My name is Melody, and I'm calling from Amarillo. Melody. Hey, Melody. Hi there, my friend. <laughs> oh, you must. Yeah, I know I, you live in the same city, I, but you must know our Mary Brown. Yeah. I sure do. I so sure cool. do. Glad you got through. <laughs> yeah. So, so with, hopefully, worth the, it's going to be worth the wait. I know. Yeah. What's your question for for Pamela today? Well, I have struggled with uh, pretty extreme fatigue most of my life and explored all the usual. And I just want to know what's going on, you know, and how can I improve my health and strengthen myself and get my house cleaned up so I can have a life again. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm not going to ask you how old you are because you got the clone card. Um, I got the what? Crone. She's in the eternal seeker. It's the crone. So what you're looking for is some old wisdom, ancient wisdom. You're looking for answers. And the best place to look is like home remedies, old remedies. I'm I'm sure you've already been, you've you've gone through doctors. Yes. Mm -hmm. Have you ever talked to like, um, have you ever talked to any any like naturopaths or alternative healers? Um, the Tibetans have a, a doctor. I can't remember what they um, I can't remember what they call them, um, but they do pulse readings. You're you're looking for something totally out of the ordinary here. 
you're looking for a shaman. You're looking for someone who can actually, like, put their fingers on your pulse or something, look into your eyes, and tell you what it is that is out of sync with your entire system, okay? Because there's something there that's going on that you've, probably something that's so familiar you've forgotten about it or ignored it. How long has this been going on? Oh, decades. Okay. Um, one thing, okay, the first thing that popped up is, is we've got the nine of swords reverse, which means a big part of this is what you're, you're programming. Uh, and and I, I really don't mean to be rude, but um, you need to pay attention to your inner dialogue, what you're telling yourself moment to moment every day. If you're saying, I can't because you're shooting yourself in the foot before you even take a step, before you even get out of bed. You need to to reprogram your entire thought process, okay? Because this is t- it's time for you to wrap this up. It's time for you to get moving again. It's time for you to enjoy life, okay? And there are people out there. You've got the three of wands here. There is somebody out there that can definitely help you, okay? Definitely help you with, I'm not going to say diet and exercise, but there is something that you're missing. It could be a mineral. It could be just about anything. But you need to find somebody that's a natural doctor, that can help you with this, okay? And help you put your finger on that. If you can name it, you can fix it. And right now, it hasn't been named. It's been, the symptoms are diagnosed, but the actual core root of this has not been discovered. And that's what you need. So the last card in your, your three cards here is the star. And the star tells me that there is hope, um, you need a little inspiration here to just get going. So that's how you reprogram your thoughts is you start saying, okay, whoever's out there that's listening, pay attention. Heads up. I need some answers. And just keep, stay open and start asking people, do you know a good natural path? Do you know, do you know a shaman? Um, I know several in Texas, but they're not anywhere close to you. Uh, darn it. But um, just start looking at shamanic methods of healing Mm. okay and that will help you more than anything else you've done to date and it is it's got to do with ancient wisdom um there's probably some some people that that are in your area even that are older you know like old like um people that can that have been there done that you need to find these people you need to be open to what they're having to say to you but you also, before anything else, start paying attention to what you're programming, what you're telling yourself every moment of every day. If you say, I'm tired, you are. If you okay. say, I can do this, you can. Okay? Yeah, I've looked everywhere you, you I know could... to look locally. I just don't know where else to look or ask. We have the internet. Yeah. You know, we'll, Melody... You know, because we live in the same town, <laughs> so I know it. I know what she's saying, but you know, let's let's brainstorm a little bit because I feel like you and I have a circle of friends that, it, like, is gonna know of some natural paths around here that we're just maybe not not thinking of. But the sh- you know, yeah. Pamela. The you saying the shamanic thing? Oh my God! You, you know what's so cr- okay? This is what's so crazy. I was chatting, you know, on Facebook with Melody last night, and 
we're just talking about different things. I'm like, oh, you know, we're going to have Pamela. You should call in. And um, I had sent her, because we were talking about meditation, you know, um, and I had sent her um, a shamanic, like, meditation, you know, and then you're coming with this shamanic. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, people. What? (laughs) I love it. I love it. And so also, yeah, you know, you can do this. We're going to find people. I know we have people here. I mean, we have like a strong Native American, um, you know, part of our community as well that, you know, we have mm-hmm. ties to, too, that they, they may even, you know, know someone who would be willing to, to help you. We'll figure it out. Okay. I yeah, just found out that we have a Tibetan too. physician about uh, two hours away from me. And the idea that a Tibetan physician who's got clinics all over Canada and he's based two hours away from me, I just found out. Mm. So, I mean, wow. and I've been here, God, 40 years. So, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm open okay. to somebody. Anything. Yeah. Dax, what do you have for this? Dax? You guys covered it. Dax. I'm not even touching that. Can you hear me? <laughs> I, I am not touching that yes. with a 10-foot pole. You guys totally covered it. <laughs> like, whoa. But, wow, just the yeah. – Yeah. Yeah, there's something – we're going to find it. We're going to find yep. it. You're well, on thanks. the right path. you just got to keep going. Well, thanks for okay. the call, Melody. Thank you, and blessings to y'all. Uh, Best of luck well. to you as well. You so sweet. Enjoy the rest of your weekend there. So, Pam. Huh? Rewind <laughs> and, okay, uh, it, okay, it's, it's uh, you know, 30 years ago, but, uh, but today, today yes. you get the idea to do the Steel Wizard Tarot. How would you do mm-hmm. it different? How, what would you do differently? The Faker. Mm-hmm. That's what the Eternal Faker is all about. Gotcha. It it feels um, <clears throat> it's it's like I created a language for me. This 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 I did the eternal or the the steel wizard. I did this deck because I needed answers. I needed more, and that's what the extra cards in this are about. Is I needed more, and mm-hmm. as things have evolved and everything's going on, I got the same thing. Whenever I was adamant about what me do another deck, okay, fine. Um, but that's what the eternal secret turned into is this, because if you look, there's so many, well, there's six cards in here that will read right underneath the image. This was inspired by the, the, you know, the steel wizards, yeah. um, weaver card or it, it universe card or mm. the one in there that's called shadows. And that was, um, that was the one that was called soul clan. People didn't understand. They thought mm-hmm. it was a different card for the lovers. It's not. It's about embracing your shadows. Mm. So now on uh, on the uh, Eternal Seeker, are are you doing all the illustration yourself, or did you hire an illustrator, or how's that work? No, I've, I've got to do them all myself. Um, gotcha. I've, I've, okay. I know other illustrators, and they're really good. I have no problem with them, but... There's something about as I'm working on each image, it's there. It's it's like a block of information in my head, okay? And and I know how, maybe not how it looks, but I know how it feels. 
And it's mm-hmm. that feeling right. that has to come out and be just so. And there were a couple of times, like I get about halfway through one, I think this isn't it. So I'd take that whole thing and put it aside. And then later I would be working on something else and think, oh, wait, that was, the, that was what I needed. So I'd pull it out and I'd maybe use, you know, the background from this and then an image from another. It just piece them all together. It's mm. like um, the one that's, um, that replaces a death card. Um, the traveler mm-hmm. card that yeah. happened. Okay. I had a friend of mine. Um, she was, she'd battled breast cancer for over two years and God, no, I mean, her last couple of months, I would go to her house every day after, you know, at the, in the evening and I couldn't really touch her anywhere because she was so full of pain, but I could work on her feet. Mm-hmm. So I would sit on the floor and I'm a licensed massage therapist, and I would work on her feet. And it helped. Uh. After that, she could rest. She could sleep. And she chose to, to, to leave. You know, I mean, she chose this. Um, we had everything set up, and I felt it when she was getting ready. It was three days before she decided that it was time to go. And... I sat down that day, and usually a card, any of the images, takes me anywhere from a day to three days to do. It just depends on how much time I've got to work on them. But the Traveler, mm-hmm. I had all of the elements, all of them, scattered through in different folders here, there, and yonder. It took me less than three hours to finish that card because I was looking wow. to what she was feeling, you know. And... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And three days later, I mean, I was, I was actually, I wasn't even in, in town. I was someplace else. And three o'clock in the afternoon, I'd stepped outside the place I was at to, to get something. And I felt her leave. And I just sat down and walked with her. But that, wow. I mean, it depends on the card. It depends on, and I couldn't ask anyone else to do that. I couldn't, I can't explain no. it well. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and well, I was I'm, wondering because, I just wanted to ask a quick question about yeah, okay. going I got from more questions. <laughs> pain. I know, but I, it's like I, I should have asked it earlier, but um, going from painting to doing this with a digital pad and the brushes and everything, you know, is, is it, is it still, does it feel the same? Does it, does it still feel like, you know, putting, you know, facing that, that blank canvas and, you know, building into it when you're doing it digitally. Well, it smells different. Because right. I don't have oils and oil and turpentine and the drying time is gone. I don't need drying time, you know, like to set it aside until this part dries so I can work over it. Um, yeah. It was like, what it was for me, because I worked in, and not, okay, the, the, the Steel Wizard was done in pencil crayon. Okay, the whole thing. Mm. Oils are my favorite. They're my first love. But I didn't know where I would keep that many canvases. So I did right. those in pencil crayon. And later, I mean, when I, I got to where I couldn't paint, I was really kind of, I was really depressed for a while, like about three months. I didn't know what to do. It was just like, what am I here for if I can't paint, if I can't draw? And mm. I watched a very brief video that, Cheryl Machete had done in New York at their event, okay? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and he was demonstrating on, you know, he had the, the you know, he was going through slides of what he did. And, you know, I, I looked at it and I mean, he, he's a phenomenal artist. There's no doubt about it. And I had been oh, totally. telling people that I don't care what he does. I mean, he's, he's still, it doesn't change the fact that the man is uber talented, right? Because they were saying, totally. well, it's, it's digital. It's not really art. It's not this. And I thought, you know what? They're clueless. He that it was. And I thought, you know what? I've got a drawing tablet. I've got Photoshop. Let me see if I can do that. And the very first thing I ever did was I worked up a banner for um, one of the Facebook groups. And it was, I sent it, I, actually, I sent it to Eric Dunn because he's a really good friend of mine. Oh. And he, he likes to tell people it's my fault that he finished his hair <laughs> deck, which it is. I would not, I won't shut up. I will not take no for an answer. And I, I, I finally told him, I didn't ask you if you were going to finish this deck. I said, you're going to do it. And I'd get your ass over here. So he did. Anyway, I sent it to him and I said, Eric, this is my first attempt at digital. And he wrote back and he said, where did you find these, the, the, the ship? Where did you find the, where did you find this? And I said, I drew them. And he said, damn woman. He says, I, I can't even do that. And I went, really? I right. thought anybody could. But it was learning a new medium. That's what it was. That's what working with. A drawing pro, a, a, a art program, and a drawing tablet was for me. It was learning to use a different medium. And I know I make Photoshop so things that it shouldn't do. Oh yeah, mm. I, I I do Photoshop to make all of our banners. I I do mm-hmm. all the images for the Tarot Guild and and the, the Radio Network. And uh, I was telling Mary, you know, I want to branch out, and I'm so glad Mary asked that question because. That was going to be one of my next questions uh, because that's something I wanted to, to get into because I know mm-hmm. I've got like, you know, two, three, four decks I want to do. Mary's got a few decks, and that's why we're asking all these questions too because a mm-hmm. lot of people listening right now, you know, they want to do decks too. And uh, But I've never considered myself an artist, you see. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking of dipping my toe in the water, you know, I know I can at least do composites, if not something else, you know, and yeah. I've, uh, you know, found, I found some really good in, instruction on it, but if you have any pointers or anything you want to send my way, you know, like check out th- this course, you know, just send me an email or send it to me on Facebook. Cause I would love that. Uh, but I also wanted to ask you about, uh, cause things are so different nowadays. Like, uh, yes. On Kickstarter alone, 9,000, almost 10,000 deck projects. I mean, back in the day when, when we were getting started, you know, I mean, wow. I mean, people mortgaged their house. You sold your house. You know, nowadays yep. you can raise funds. We're going to have Charlotte Luna, uh, Luna Charlotte on uh, about her octopus tarot. In the first 24 hours, I think she raised $100,000 or something like this. Or maybe it was 25, and then it got up to 100000 But anyway, uh, I can't remember the exact how it went, but uh, I know in the first 24 hours, it was a a lot. You know, she was shocked, you know. And then I've looked at some other uh, projects, and it's just uh, um, amazing, Uh, you know, $50,000 raised. They're asking for Mm $5,000 to get a project going, and they're raising fifty grand. They're, way, they're raising one hundred thirty-five thousand. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. so for people listening, that that could be a way for you to go, so you don't have to mortgage the house, use the savings account, or sell the house like poor Pamela had to do. <laughs> How many years ago <laughs> I was don't that? Know. 
Oh my gosh. Um, 17, 18, going on 18 years. Yeah. I was going to say like, wow. But yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, for those listening, you know, there's, there's some pointers, you know, look into, uh, God, I can't remember all the, the different platforms. Um, One, uh, one deck creator did it uh, on Kickstarter for the 22 card majors and then recently redid it on this other website that I can't think of the name of off the top of my head, but raised uh, in both times he raised like $55,000. I'm sorry. Usually go fund me is the other one. Yeah. Go fund me. Go fund me. Another one. This is a different one that though, that I'm thinking of, which is really cool. Indiegogo. Uh, Yeah, that was it. Yeah. 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 Those are the three that people use. And he raised like $55,000 both times for both projects. I mean, it's actually the same project. It's the same deck. He just added, you know, uh, the miners, you know, and, uh, wow. wow, You know, that, that seems like it's, it's the way to go, you know, uh, nowadays. And, uh, even with the publishers, so, you know, the big house publisher, it used to be an either or thing, either self-published or you, you got a contract with, with a, a major publisher, you know, Llewellyn, Schiffer, Red Feather, U.S. Games, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but nowadays, uh, the publishers have gotten smart. They want you to do a Kickstarter. They they want you to because they want you to do all the promotion for it anyway because they don't they don't do as much mm-hmm. promotion as they did back in the day. And so what they do is they look for somebody that you know raised fifty grand in five days. You know, and say, okay, this yeah. deck is going to sell. And then they they uh, hit them up for a contract for the um, uh, what do they call that? The mass produced version. Yes. Mass market rights or something. Usually, yeah. those, the, okay, I've seen U.S. Games and Los Carabello both ask for Kickstarters. And you know what? In the community, though, a lot of people have said, if I've got to do all the work, why am I not, you know, why do I need you? Yeah. And I, I get that, okay? I definitely get that. Um, it's just it. When you self, it takes a, a ton of work. I'm, I'm not going to kid you a bit. It takes work. I mean, I still do 90% of my own promotion and my own ads. Um, in fact, I've got a, I've got a, um, well, I, I do a lot with New Leaf out of Georgia because they're my, my biggest distributor. And the first year I ever advertised with them, I, I saw my, my monthly, you know, amount sold double and I thought oh that's pretty good I really wasn't thinking too much about it because my sales were pretty good and then over the years I've kind of backed off I mean I don't have I've got a little bit of inventory at my house but just enough to supply my Canadian people because getting them across the border is so expensive and um, I went back and got to looking at it and every time I doubled my investment in advertising it more than doubled my sales. And I'm looking now, and I'm fixing to take out the biggest ad I've taken with them. And I think I'm going to do two wow. this year. And nice. it, it, I'm pretty sure we're going to be sold out of the um, original Steel Wizard real quick. I wouldn't be surprised because there was – I think they had 130 copies left was all. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. So, uh, you, so yeah, it's easier Mary. for me to just do it this way. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so much easier because I, I, but yeah, it's, I, uh, it's, I don't know. Yeah, but those I are mean, such I've been great invited tips, to come but, to Texas next May, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I could get there, but they might not let me back into Canada because of this pandemic that's going on. Oh, so God. I, don't, I have no desire well, that's really why to we, live in Texas, but, you know, you never yeah. know. I might end up showing up at, uh, on Mary's doorstep and just camping. Hey, come, yeah. come on down, y'all. <laughs> no, no. Absolutely. No I, I still have yet, you know, Mary visited me in Tucson. I, I still have yet to, uh, you know, it, it's not that far of a drive even to go over to Texas from where I am. But anyway, uh, yeah, um, you know, Mary, I got another idea for another workshop. It's pa- Pamela's workshop I'm on you sure know, how you to did. create and publish a deck. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Because yeah, you have such great tips. What companies to go with, you know, how to do it. Yeah. No, that, that would be great. And I think, you know, like for, like for me, like I'm so – it's so funny. Like I feel like the one medium that I really am – working with and love working with it's just you know it's alcohol pens okay i'll admit it i'm addicted to working with alcohol pens and i'm like i am never gonna like i can't do that digitally like how are these people like able to transfer from you know their little tangible medium to whatever it is to like all of a sudden they're wizards you know in another dimension a digital dimension (laughs) Uh, We're trying to look up this group that Pam says there's a, a Facebook group, group for creators. It's a problem. Um, let me see. I, I think I might be. It's, it's, I, I'm in the deck. It's a, a tarot deck creators. Is that it? Well, yeah. There's. You're, I'm sure you're in the group. There's a page. It's a public page that we do use for advertising. But the, mm-hmm. the actual group is private, and you have to send me a friend request or me or. Um, one of my girls, she calls herself Lucky Card, and um, oh yeah, Lucky Card says right list, on here. And you have a um, you have a you have a, a project. You have one that's you have, and you need a, a web presence for it. I don't care if it's a Facebook page, Pinterest page, something, but if you have that web presence for your project, and send mm-hmm. either one of us a friend request with a link, we can get you in. We can't do it without a friend request because we can't add people that are not on our list. So Right, yeah. You have to become mm. a friend first to add somebody. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm in there. Uh, I, I see uh, I see Chiro. I see James Rickliffe. I see, God, a lot of people in there. Uh, Cooch Daniels. Um, yeah, so, you know, get your project uh, going and, you know, start a uh, – you could start a Facebook page for it. A Facebook group is even yep. better. A website, a simple one-page website, you know, just get some kind of online presence for it. Then you qualify to get in this group. And what were you saying, Pam, that uh, under files, they have files on publishers and stuff? We have files on there that cover everything from publishers, who to deal with, who not to deal with, how to, everything from, um, well, for one thing, the the one thing that we really stress is, do not post any images unless they are watermarked. Theft is mm, gotcha. 
And so, I mean, I don't care if you're posting in that private group. You make sure they're watermarked because somebody can come along, trip over it for some reason, and take a screenshot, and you don't want that. Um, all of us have had mm-hmm. to deal with piracy in one form or another, okay? Um, yeah. But the group has we, – we had a, we started with a public – with a page, and that's where we do all of our – it's got like three over 3,500 people on it, I think, now, and um, – Mm. That's where we do all of our advertising, uh, like to the public. But the group itself is there. If you've got questions, if you've got anything, and the files they do, they go through pretty much anything. And if you can't find it, ask. And every month we feature a different artist with a different deck to do our banner. And that banner goes up not on just our private group, but on the public page. So, I mean, we're all about promoting and everything else. So, yeah. Mary, you're in that group. Another you? great, another I don't great tip. Remember, I don't think so. I don't know. Well, you should be because you know you've got people that do podcasts. Anything that's to do with, um, we've got publishers, we've got podcast, just everybody that's into creating mm. and promoting Arrow. That's who we've got in there. I yeah, Mary, we should for that. We should. Add, I can give you the link, uh, but we should ask in that group. You know, uh, if anybody has you know new projects and they they uh, or even old ones, but you know what I mean. Uh, if they yeah. want to come on the radio show and be promoted, you know. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, Bonnie Chavez. Oh, Bonnie's been oh, around gosh. forever. She wrote the questions for me um, for this for the Wizard's Pets book. Mm-hmm. She's so good with questions. And what she did was she sat down and wrote four questions for each card that you asked yourself to help better understand the cards. Wow. It's really cool. And it's one of the most awesome, just absolutely awesome. Oh, fantastic information. Yeah, we need to do a whole workshop on this with Pamela. <laughs> And maybe we can get some other deck creators uh, to give our give their pointers. As oh, well. definitely. Uh, we we'd like to create Linda a resource Marson, on global the spiritual st- You know, you know Linda Marson, Global Spiritual Studies. Sure. Okay, sure. Rock uh, and I right? just did an update on our tarot deck creators how to, and it was the mm-hmm. the third um, DVD that we put out that she we had to we actually updated the whole thing. And it's it's got all the new information on it and how to access it. Um, but you can you can buy one or you can buy all three through Linda. Ah, Linda Marson, right? Is, is she in Australia yep. or is it? Okay, yes. I didn't I couldn't remember if, if she's it not was traveling. New Zealand or Australia. Yeah, we've had her on the show yeah. a lot of times. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, absolutely. Hey, I want to check this uh, this line uh, nine seven three. Uh, that didn't pick up earlier, j- just to see if they are uh, at their phone now. 973, if you're there, I'm going to bring you on. Uh, hello, 973, are you there? You better learn. You better go get you a, a, a YouTube video and learn right quick. Okay, I think she's a little busy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she sounds busy. <laughs> Oh, oh wow, gosh. That's funny. This has Live been a radio. lot of fun. I, I, I know this is like, it's in our top five best shows ever. It's so much great information for everybody. It was nice catching up with you too, Pamela. 
Well, thank you. It was fun. I'm glad you're yeah. on the website again, and we're going to do fun yep. stuff like we did 10 years ago, you know? Oh, yeah. Good thing. Good time. Great. Yep. You got any more questions for Pamela there, Mary? No, just hope you'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to have you back on again, maybe when the when the third edition comes out or whatever you have going on. You know, just it's due let out us in know. the spring of 2023. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, we we got to do something yeah, before then. Mark that down. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, we will. We will. You know, I... I, I I think we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about you know our little Zoom get together and then we'll we'll have you you know back on the show just to chit chat sure. and chat with everybody and then we'll promote the uh, the Zoom gathering that we're going to do you know with the um, God my mind just blanked again uh, storytelling with Tarot. There we go. Yeah. Yep. You got her. Yep. Well, be you great. know what? We cover well, so much information in these. It's hard to remember everything. Oh God! Absolutely. Yeah, and plus, I'm getting old, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm having senior moments. Senior <laughs> moments. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I well, don't call it getting old. On, I call it emerging. <laughs> oh, emerging. <laughs> yeah, Mary, Mary, and I are doing a lot of emerging right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> With the, but thanks once again, Pamela, for being on the show, and thanks to all our listeners and our callers. Yes, thank you very much for having me. It was it was really I really enjoyed it. It was oh, fun. So much oh my fun. god, can't wait. Yes, I've never seen the chat room so lively, by the way. And um, oh, cool. I know. Yeah, and I did want to mention because uh, yeah, we give out so much information on the shows that by the time you get to the end of the show, don't forget to tune in tomorrow because <laughs> you can do this all over again. With um, Tamara Kerr is going to be the guest. Of course, they're talking magic on Magic Universe. You know, it was kind of for like Halloween. You know, we're not too far from Halloween. And uh, uh, Sharona Rapsick's Magic Universe tomorrow. And they're going to be taking phone calls too. And they're both tarot masters. So if you want to get a, a mini reading live on air, you can call in. Same phone number, 714-816-4628. Same bat time and channel. Yeah, all you got to do is go to chat.com. Uh, chat.psychitalk.net will always take you over there. Or just go over to psychitalk.net, our website for the network, and click uh, the live button at the top, you know, in the nav bar, you know, listen live. It, it'll, it'll take you to the page for the next live show, and you can scroll down and get in the chat room, and when the show's going live, you might have to refresh the page, but you can just click uh, play on the player and listen in and chat right there. Yeah. All righty. Goodbye, Excellent. everybody. And Thank we will you. Uh, talk to you next Thanks, time, Pamela. Pam. And <laughs> Bye, everybody. Have a great rest Bye. of the weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Mary Ellen.